This is ECW original DeVito from the Baldies, and you're listening to another wrestling podcast. Check it out. It's time for uh, another wrestling podcast. The measuring stick just changed around here, buddy. You're looking at it. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. They think they got the answers. I change the question. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. These are the best in the world, brother. These are the best in what they do. When we talk about the legends of the sport, there's only two in my book. Another wrestling podcast. Another wrestling podcast. Now can you dig that, sucker? <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another wrestling podcast. I'm Jonathan Benjamin. And I'm Steve Credo. Steve, episode number 75. Wow. Um, We are a a quarter of the way to 100 episodes. Can't wait. Um, And that's even after your your shenanigans on our past episode. Um, We got a lot of hate mail, didn't we, Steve? Well, uh... Some got lost in the mail, you could say. Uh, we might not have gotten them, but uh, it doesn't matter. We, we explained ourselves. Yeah, we, we here at Another Wrestling Podcast, we do not shy away from the hard-hitting questions. You know, we like to do our due diligence as journalists, and really, you know, we do the show for you guys, so nothing is, is off-limits. Today on our show, we have none other than Tony DeVito of the Baldies fame, ECW Tony DeVito. He's also WWE Tony DeVito. He was uh, he was uh, the local hometown hero uh, for all of us uh, fans and uh, wrestling marks in uh, Poughkeepsie. Uh, you know, we see we used to see him all the time uh, on uh, you know regular superstars TV. Brother was also Macho Libre. <laughs> all right, he was on the reincarnation of. ECW, WWE, ECW, if you will. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to talk to him about a lot of this stuff. I want to find out what his thoughts are on Macho Libre. It is time to talk the Hall of Fame. Well, what do you want to talk about the Hall of Fame? Well, I think that it's, it's a pretty good thing. It's always been uh, mired in controversy. People talk about how there's certain people that shouldn't be in. There's certain people that should be in that haven't been in yet. Um, there's people that are in there that have done something that now they shouldn't be in there. There's people that are getting released from WWE before they even start because of things that they found out about their past. Um, All right, I, I get it. So even like with recent stories, you know, you have Hulk Hogan and uh, you know with his whole racial slur story, uh, even the the Snuka murder charges. Uh, you know, do you feel that they're going to start taking away Hall of Fame names with uh, things that are happening with some of these guys? They, they're, you know, kayfabe news. I, I don't know if you, uh, yeah. if you're familiar. <laughs> it's a, a very funny site. Um, they said that they took everybody out just to be safe, <laughs> um, and I think that it may not be too far off from the the truth. When Snuka, uh, you know, this is a 30 year old, 31 year old murder yeah. investigation that's just been reopened. Um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, and he's going to have to, to you know, answer to whatever the the, the court system decides. But um, you know, he is a, a WWE Hall of Famer right now. Hulk Hogan is a WWE Hall of Famer. 
Um, and they took their names off, and WWE basically said, listen, I'm not touching you guys with a 10-foot pole right now. It's like... The, it- it's, you can't just erase history. You know, granted, okay, things are going to happen in life, no matter for the good, for the bad, for the ugly, for whatever. Um, you know, how do you feel about this, though, Jonathan? Because, you know, you're put into a Hall of Fame. Okay, Hall of Fames are meant for, you know, the best of the best, you know, the most, you know, memorable things, guys, girls, whatever. Um, and then somebody does something, you just, oh, we're going to take this away now. He never existed kind of a thing, or, you know, we don't, re- you know, I... It's hard to it's hard to believe that you know it's almost like taking Babe Ruth out of the Hall of Fame because oh we just found out that he did something and we can't talk about Babe Ruth ever again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, you know WWE I think once again has to have the the answer to so many people now. They answer to whether it be stockholders, they answer to the the public, um, whatever they yeah. they they answer to a lot of people, and I think that that was probably uh, especially with the Hogan thing. Because you saw the backlash that they got from the fans. Every yep. every one of the fans was like, "Listen, he's not a racist. He should go back." Um, and they did. They did start to put mentions of him back. You know, and yeah. and that's you know, it, once again, it's it's inexcusable. He shouldn't have used that language. I heard they even erased him from the new Rowdy Piper a Memorial magazine. Like, there's no mention of him <laughs> at all. Like, there's no mention of him in his WrestleMania one match with Piper. You can't even find Hogan in the new ma- the magazine. It's like he was erased from Piper's history, yeah. and it's like, come on, like it's, you well, know. <laughs> and you see that how how many professional wrestling things that Hulk Hogan is is linked to. Yeah. So you know, if you start taking them off the, you take Hogan matches off of the network, then you're taking Piper matches off. You take Piper matches off, you're taking Macho Man matches off, and before you know it, you're gonna have six episodes or of Legends House, and that's the only thing that's <laughs> gonna be on on the the network. I, I, that, that's the thing. I mean, you have all these stories of uh, you know Hall of Famers. You know, we all make mistakes. We all do something, you know. But uh, I guess it's that whole thing. It's that machine of, you know, sponsorships and network TV and and whatever to where nobody wants to be associated with because this guy said something. And if you look at it, okay, Jonathan, let's pretend you're a TV company. I'm Hulk Hogan. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just saying I'm Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> I say something bad, you know. Now, all of a sudden, you're just going to kick me out of your company because you want to be associated with me because I did something bad. But at the same time, it's like, okay, if I apologized, I said something bad, I made a mistake, is that okay to let me back in? Or do I have to wait years now down the line to, to, to let this blow over kind of a thing? You know, ultimately with with Hulk Hogan, it's he hurt himself because he was in a very lucrative contract, I'm sure, with WWE. Um, had all different kinds of sponsors and all that stuff. So um, after he said those things... Um, you know, it's no different than when Tiger Woods um, got in trouble with all of his sex addiction and all that stuff, and they sponsors were dropping him like flies. So, um, really, they're responsible um, for their own actions. So when WWE kind of distanced themselves, I think they did so in a way that they can bring him back someday. But they had to let some of the heat get off of Hogan yeah. before they they start doing business with him right, again. So, so tell me this now, Jimmy Snooker. Yep. Uh, apparently, allegedly, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know the story. Uh, murdered his girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> uh, thirty years ago, thirty-one years ago, it's thirty-something years ago. Uh, okay, it gets blown over, saying you know now Snuka didn't have anything involved in it. Blah blah blah. Snuka has this you know, Hall of Fame worthy career for the next thirty years. Uh, you know, f- f- anything you think about Jimmy Snuka, what he's done. You know, he did it. 
Um, now they reopen the case, and now they arrest him for this murder. Uh, Jimmy Snuka right now also has stomach cancer. He's on his way out. You know, he's sick. Um, you know, who knows how long he has left. But, you know, they open up this case, they arrest him, and now he's blacklisted. Okay, so now what? You know, like, this has been 30 years, Jonathan. This is, like, Hogan was, like, probably a few years or something, or a few months or a few years, whatever happened with him, and they brought it back in the light, and now he gets out, ousted. Uh, and now now this is Jimmy Snuka 30 years later. Uh, how, how do you handle this one? Well, with, with Snuka, you know, it's... Um it's strange because with the network, the advent of the network, people who, you know, young kids wouldn't have known him um, prior to the network. And now, you know, parents and kids are sitting down and watching the network together. So now these people know who he is, and it's the same thing. WWE does not want to be associated with murderers or, <laughs> or racists. And or, I, we get it. Yeah I, yeah, I get it, but it's like, man. But <laughs> this is the thing is, you know... Are we going to be uh, having a, you know, I think now the the Hall of Fame itself has always been a, you know, there's a committee who inducts people and all that stuff, and it's very close to the chest. A lot of people don't talk about how the process is, but now it's probably going to be even harder to get into the Hall of yeah. Fame because they're going to be doing these background checks on everybody <laughs> yeah. because, like, you know, um, let's say a big name. You know, even Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, he is in the Hall of Fame, but it's been documented that he maybe hit uh, a few of his ex-wives. Nope. You know, he is like one of the big faces of the company. That would be the same thing. If What if John Cena... Yeah, um, your what, whole company's going to implode. I mean, what, what <laughs> happens? So um, I think WWE as a company has to answer to a lot of people. But what happens when the pillars of your Hall of Fame start leaving, yep. when, when they're no longer in there? And, uh, okay, we talked about some, you know, racial slurs, some murder charges. How about, uh, kind of recent, a few years ago, uh, recent inductee to the Hall of Fame, Sunny. Yep. Sunny days, uh, you know, and now, you know, she's she's been trying to find some money here and there, and... Uh, She's been doing a lot of webcam shows and, you know, trying to get a few bucks here and there, Jonathan. How does one look at this Hall of Famer? Um, granted, they're not plastering Sunny all over the place, but we know who she is. Uh, I don't think they blacklisted her from what I know yet. Uh, but, you know, she's pretty much, you pay her, you get to see the goods kind of thing on- online. Uh, how does this run with the Hall of Famer now, and how does this not get brought to anybody's attention? And be like, oh, we don't want to be associated with you. Well, I think that uh, showing your 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 boobs or whatever you're showing on uh, on a webcam is far different than murdering someone or <laughs> or calling someone by sure. a, a racial slur. So, um, you know, Sunny, I it, that. To me, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, in WWE, they had brawl and panty matches. It was, I'm not, I haven't done. Are a you web, defending her, I have, Jonathan? I have not done a webcam show with Sunny. <laughs> um, just to be clear on that, but uh, I can't imagine it's much different than some of the things that they pulled in the past. WWE. Um, you know, she's going out there. She's using what she's been given, and uh, I don't think that her Hall of Fame uh, ring or status should be in jeopardy because of that. Sure. Uh, 
the the next one that we should talk about. Uh, do you have anything to add about Sunny? By the way, no. I'm just kind of curious if you had any information. See, dig out some of the facts that you were trying to talk about. Her. But yeah, all in all, I mean, but it, it it gets to a point to where now all these Hall of Famers are like, well, this one's doing this. This one did this. This. It's like I all right. I told you that I'm a I, I'm a very I, I take my job here as a podcaster, a pro wrestling podcaster, seriously. I do feel at some point we have to find out what this whole Sunny thing's all about, just so we can tell people. We need to know. They need to know. They've are you are you trying to research uh, what she does? Maybe so, I think um, you know Sunny, if you're listening, and uh, you know you've got some pointers or you know want to let us know what's going on. We would love to have you on to talk about it. So. Um, Another person that's garnered some controversy over the past couple of years is Abdullah the Butcher. Abby. Now, um, he is a, a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, people like superstar Billy Graham actually sold his Hall of Fame ring because he did not want to be associated with a Hall of Fame that Abdullah the Butcher's in. Wow. If you look at Abdullah's forehead, you see that it looks like a bumpy road. Um it's been cut a thousand times. He's got deep gashes in his head. Um, and the story goes is that he may have a, uh, a disease, a blood-borne disease, hepatitis C. Mm-hmm. And um, while he was wrestling in the ring, he cut himself or got busted open. And that blood transferred to another wrestler Ugh. who then got that disease unknowingly and unwillingly, might I add. So there was charges brought against him, and I think he ended up having to pay. Um, so this is this is turning into the Hall of Shame, Jonathan. Yeah. This whole show, <laughs> we're going through every Hall of Fame member, almost, almost a handful, and yeah. already it's like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> we forget about their what they've got, what they did to get into the Hall of Fame, and now it's just like the Walk of Shame, the Hall of Shame, man. L- listen, uh, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Everybody has got something, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think there's going to have to be some real rules before you get put in the Hall of Fame if it goes the, the way it is. It's going to be thinned um, out. You know, look a lot. If, if if you go through the <laughs> WWE Hall of Fame, it's no different really than the NFL Hall of Fame, the Pro Bowlers Hall of Fame, the you know PGA Hall of Fame. I don't know if they have <laughs> Hall of Fames or not. I'm just saying, but like uh, you know, Olympics. I know there's this whole thing about how people were trying to get Bruce Jenner not uh, in the Olympics record books because he's no longer Bruce Jenner. He is uh, Chris Jenner. So uh, or Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. Sorry, the wrong wrong Jenner. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, is. I think if you deep dig deep enough to any of these Hall of Fames, you're going to find some of these uh, black clouds. Um, well, speaking of black clouds. Uh I had I had no transition for this. Segway. <laughs> I, no, I was just going to tell everybody to follow us and tweet us at a wrestling pod. Uh, let us know maybe uh, if there's a Hall of Famer out there who's done stuff we didn't mention. Maybe uh, they can also welcome them into the Hall of Shame. Uh, Jonathan, follow us, tweet us, let us know, guys, uh, and we'll uh, we'll respond to you on Twitter at a wrestling pod. Uh, joining us right now, we're going to be talking to our uh, the hometown hero of another wrestling podcast. He's Build right across the river from us, so he is Tony DeVito. All 
Alright, joining us tonight is a guy who has wrestled just about everywhere from the WWE to ECW and even Ring of Honor. Uh, one of our hometown heroes, Tony DeVito. Tony, man, thank you for joining us. No problem, man. What's going on? Not much. Uh, so, Tony, uh, you've been wrestling since 1991. Uh, for those listening out there who maybe aren't aware of you know, how you broke into the business, uh, maybe you could tell us briefly about how you, how you got your start or may, what made you want to you know, become a pro wrestler. Uh, probably basically just like everyone else out there, you know, I, uh, I was flipping through the channels, I caught it on TV, it caught my interest, and, uh, it was on the first site after that, you know? Sure. And, uh, yeah, that, that's it, man. Sure. <laughs> I wanted to do it since I was, you know, 12 years old, and, uh, you know, found out about school, and went to the school, and the rest of this year. All right. Now, uh, you wrestled uh, for ECW when it was really starting to take off. Uh, was the locker room as crazy as it's been made out to be? Um, I think it was probably a, a little crazier before I got there, but it was still pretty crazy at that time. Sure. Um, you know, cause you had, you know, a different mixture of guys back then and it was a little bit, uh, not as crazy, but it was still pretty crazy. Sure. Um, yeah. now you, you said, you know, you're a fan of the business. Uh, do you still watch wrestling today? Because I mean, uh, even today, it's not like it, like it used to be, where it was either on once a week. You know, right now you could watch wrestling almost every day of the week, nonstop. Uh, you know, do, do you still catch up on it? Are you still watching? Of course, man. I'm a fan for life. That's that's just the way it is. I told you I was drawn in as a kid, and it's had my heart ever since. You know, and uh, you know, I, I, I try. I watch Monday Night Raw every week. Um, you know, I catch NXT when I can. Uh, I'm actually into Ring of Honor every week now that we get it on Destination America. Mm-hmm. Like Ring of Honor's great, great wrestling TV show right now. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, do you have any favorites right now uh, who are wrestling around the world? Uh, anybody catch your eye? Uh, as far as the, the, the boys go? Yeah. Uh, Dawson Duke is awesome. Uh, Colt Kingston. Um, two really, really great workers right there. Sure. Uh, yeah, I love Wyatt, of course. You know, I love the character. I love, you know, he's good worker. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT, Jay Leaf was really, uh, no, NXT, I'm sorry, Ring of Honor. Jay Leaf was really stepped up his game. He's, he's doing really good. Uh, Bobby Fish, who, of course, is one of my students, so uh, I got to say he's right up there, too. Sure. Um, now, you've been helping out with uh, Tommy Dreamer, too, with uh, his House of Hardcore promotion recently. Uh, which hat do you like wearing the most? Wrestling or, you know, maybe just helping, you know, put the overall show together? Uh, I mean, there's nothing that can replace the wrestling part of it, mm-hmm. but being able to help around back backstage and behind the scenes, it's it's pretty cool too because it's a different aspect of it. And you know, if you really can't get out there in the ring anymore and do what you love, that's the second best thing to be able to help guys backstage and, and kind of see everything unfold in front of you. Uh, now I kind of see how like you know Vince McMahon or, or Paul Heyman could have been, you know, watching their vision come through. Not that it's my vision, but you know. Uh, with Tommy, I know his, you know he'll tell me his vision, and I see it, and it's just, it's awesome, you know. Sure. So it's it's pretty fulfilling. Also, it's it's definitely not taking the place of the wrestling, but it helps fill the void. Sure. Now, do you feel um, that wrestling right now might be in like a, a, a quote unquote like boom period right now, uh, or do you feel that it, there's just maybe too many promotions, or is is, is it too oversaturated uh, right now? I don't think it's oversaturated. I think that it's definitely going to come into a boom period. I don't know if it's going to be what it was in the, in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be that kind of a boom period, but I definitely think it's on an uprise. Um, I, I mean, there's definitely a lot of wrestling out there right now. Like you said, man, you can watch it every day of the week if you want to, but you can watch some crappy wrestling and you can watch some real good wrestling. Yeah. So it's your choice what you want to do. And, and you know, if you just like the wrestling in general, you watch it all, watch crap, watch the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it, uh, 
you know, whatever, whatever fancies you, you know? Sure. Um, now, as someone who's worked as enhancement talent, do you think pro wrestling is missing that in today's world of uh, so-called guaranteed contracts? You know, I hear um, I, I hear a lot of the podcasts ask that, you know, and a lot of the guys talking about enhancement talent and if it's missing. I mean, I guess to some degree maybe, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 hard to answer that because you know you didn't get those big matches free on TV back in the day, mm-hmm. and now that now that you get it just about every week, getting these big matches all the time for free, you know it's hard to sell that pay per view. But that's also why I think Vince and the WWE has moved away from the actual pay per views, and you know everything's on the network now, which is a brilliant idea on his part. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard to answer it. I mean, I think it had its place. I think that it could still have its place um, in small amounts, you mm-hmm. know. But it's also boring if you're watching a whole yeah. three-hour show of enhancing talent. You, know, <laughs> you want to see some matches, and, sure. you, know, you know. And that's of course they gave the guy a little bit of a push. Also, you know, once in a while, let that guy win. You know, uh, you know, lesser-known guy, and then you know, maybe you never know. Maybe get to win over somebody once in a while. Make it a little more exciting, but. Sure. And they, and they, you just mentioned, too, uh, three hours. To you, as a wrestler, is that too much wrestling on one night? Uh, I think it's too long. Yeah, I think it's way too long on one night. Yeah. Uh, the pay-per-view for a special show, yeah, that's great. You know, But for every Monday night, I think it's a little too much. That's why I say Ring of Honor or NXT right now. It's awesome because it's an hour. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you're just getting into it. You're like, wow, this is awesome. And then it's over. And it means you want more, you know, to come back next week and watch it again. Exactly. Um, that, I mean, that's what a lot of the fans say, too. You know, uh, that within, I feel like sometimes within that one hour, you almost get more out of the three hours that they try doing every week to where, uh, yeah, it's just too much, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I just think there's a lot of filler. There's a lot of garbage sometimes. A lot yeah. of stuff that just doesn't even need to, you know, be out there. Um in a way, though, it's nice that you can get a lot of talent on TV at that point too. So the talent's very appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it, it's it's just it's like you said, it's one of those things again. But maybe some people really enjoy it. I, I think it's a little too much on one night. Sure, uh, an that- hour and a half. Hour and a half, that'd be probably really good. Yeah, definitely. You came back to the WWE during its ECW reboot uh, after coming back as the uh, Macho Libre and a preacher. Uh, what were your thoughts on the new ECW? I mean, was it just not the same anymore? Totally not the same. Yeah. Totally not the same. Even though you know a lot of the guys were there and Paul was there and this and that, just it wasn't the same. It, it was WWE ECW. Yeah, and that's just it, you know that's it, man. Well, I mean, they just. You, you killed the sad man. I mean, you, 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 they they put him out there, and you know, but then they give him a crappy entrance and crappy music, and it's yeah. just, it was, you know, hey, they, you know, they tried. It was the pay per views were great. You know, the one night stands were awesome. Sure. Uh, they just didn't really catch fire with the actual reboot of it. You know, they Vince wanted his vision, not Paul's vision. Yeah. So. All right. Um, now, you know, there's a lot of wrestling schools out there, even, you know, up in Poughkeepsie right over here, the House of Hardcore. Uh, what mm-hmm. what would you give to somebody uh, possibly trying to break into the business today? Like, what advice would you give? That's what I was trying to say. Um, is um, there any advice coming from you, Tony DeVito? Uh, to me, I mean, uh, not that I ever was, but, man, get in shape, get your body in shape, because this is a uh, appearance business, man. It's, it's on looks, it's on your body. Uh, as much as, it's, as that might suck to hear or to, to, to know that, it really is. I mean, you're on TV. You're, 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 you know, they're pushing guys certain ways. They want that look. Uh, I mean, not that you have to be this big muscle head, but just get in shape. You know, look decent, look the part. You know, mm-hmm. uh, going after a fat, you're gonna have way less of a chance. It's kind of like that. 
that niche thing. You might, you know, one guy might get that shot, you know? Sure. Not like a Bray, Bray Wyatt is not in great shape, but it's his character and it fits well. Mm. But, you know, that, that's my opinion. Man. Go out there, go to a reputable school, get trained the right way. You know, don't get trained by some, you know, jabroni out there that's just said, oh, I can charge, you know, a couple hundred bucks, you know? Sure. Go to a school, get trained the right way, go to a reputable school. You got Tommy Dreamers, you got Lance Storms, you got the Monster Taxi. Uh, there's a lot of schools out there, you know, go to a good one. Definitely. Uh, now, you've wrestled just about anyone and everyone in the business throughout your career. Uh, is there one person or, or match maybe that stands out to you as your favorite? Anybody you just love working with? You know, I loved working with Chris Chetty, and uh, favorite matches were probably uh, Melvin Chetty, uh, Heat Wave 99 in uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. That was a really good match. Uh, I had a lot of good just, you know, house show matches, you know? Nothing mm-hmm. on TV. Feinstein's out on my video. I can always see those. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's one match that stands out hugely to me, and it's back when I was doing uh, WWF stuff, and I did a house show with um, a wrestling wave and Johnny Polo. Mm-hmm. And, my God, I learned, one match, I learned so much. Johnny, he was, Raven's awesome. Yeah. He was very, very underrated. Uh, awesome wrestler, awesome talent, and uh, just that match alone just opened my eyes up, you know, because I was still pretty green at the time, mm-hmm. and it really opened my eyes up of how to actually go out there and work a real match, and uh, you know that that helped me huge. So that that was a really big uh, point for me right there. Definitely. Um, now, like we said, you wrestled just about everyone and anyone. Uh, so, what were your thoughts? What, what were the thoughts running through your head uh, when you saw that your opponent was going to be uh, Fantasio? <laughs> Uh, well, it's like, <laughs> and did you ever get um, your boxers back? No, I never got it back. <laughs> it's funny because now that's he's like one of the, the the worst ten gimmicks or something like that I've seen out there. And now I'm I'm back on TV with that <laughs> on the internet. Uh, it was I, I I didn't care. I mean, it was no, yeah. yeah. It was funny when they explained what they wanted us to do. It was it was pretty funny. Sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it was funny. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, so um, if, as Tony DeVito, uh, what do you think will you be that you'll be remembered for the most about uh, in the business of professional wrestling? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just I guess one of the good guys out there, you know, always always work hard, always try hard, give my best. Sure, you know, that's that's really about it, man. You know. All right. Uh, well, Tony, so I really appreciate you stopping by and talking with us, and uh, we wish yeah, you nothing problem, but the man. best in the future. Yeah, anything you want to plug? Yeah, you know, I do have some hardcore. I like to plug that all the time. Uh, support Tommy Dreamer, and uh, you know, come out to his shows. That's something coming up in Philly. That's something coming up in Queens in November. Back to that date, so come check us out. All right, Tony. Thanks again. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Not a problem, man. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Well, thanks again to Tony DeVito. Now, Steve, we talked about people who are in the Hall of Fame right now that have some um, dubious uh, backgrounds, if you will. That's a big word. Uh, It is a big word. Um, Word of the day calendar. I want to talk about some people that aren't in the Hall of Fame yet. All right. But do we think that they will ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame? Okay. Um, Well, who's, who's on your mind? First one uh, that comes to mind to me is somebody who's been in the news uh, lately is, is China. Um, her contributions to professional wrestling cannot really be denied. She went through, you know, she was in DX, 
Um, she was an Intercontinental Champion as a woman. She was in the Royal Rumble as a woman. You know, she was in Playboy. Um, she did a lot of things, broke a lot of barriers in the world of professional wrestling. Yep. Um, you know, obviously her and Triple H were dating at one point. That ended, and then things got pretty bad for China. Um, she did some pornography. Um, she was known to have done a lot of drugs. I wasn't there, once again. I don't know. <laughs> but um, it was recently said by Triple H on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast um, that he can't put her in because what if someone, his daughter or whatever, Googles China and that stuff pops up? Well, we all learned about China in history class. Yes, that's a different Or China. geography. Yeah. <laughs> Probably both. Uh, Probably yeah. both. Well, yeah, I, I get where he's going, but also we just even talked about Sunny. You know, like what if we just Google Sunny? You're gonna find a lot of photos coming up on that one. What so if you it's, Google Hulk Hogan right now. <laughs> seriously, there's a lot of people that you can Google, and you're gonna find a lot of stuff, especially guys who are already in the WWE. Uh, it's uh, I don't think he has no basis for the argument. I think it was one of those things to where he's put on the spot. He had to come up with an answer, and that was his answer. Uh, she's kind of from what I see on like. Uh, uh, a character cleanup tour, you know, like she's trying to show everybody she's not doing drugs, you know, she's not, from what I know, not doing any new videos. Uh, hey, she had to make a few bucks. She did some stuff that she did. Whatever. We're all human. We all got to make some money. But I mean, you can't deny, you can't deny what uh, she has done in the, the world of professional wrestling. So hopefully one day the air clears and we'll see her in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Now, somebody that I doubt we will ever see in the Hall of Fame is uh, Chris Benoit. Now, for fans that are listening who don't know who Chris Benoit is, Chris Benoit um, was a wrestler, WCW, Stampede Wrestling, ECW, WWE, um, and years ago he was indicted. Um, not, I guess he wasn't indicted, but he. Um, there's a possibility that he murdered his family and killed himself. Um, none of us were there. The evidence sure points to that direction. Now, this is a this is a thing. He was a multi-time champion. Um, all that stuff. Should he be allowed in the Hall of Fame? This is hard because it's obvious. It's, it's he pretty much killed his family. It's documented. Uh, it's one of those things, you know, it's, if he didn't do it, obviously he would be in the Hall of Fame, but now it's like, that is the worst press you could possibly have for a company saying, hey, we've just inducted this murderer into our Hall of Fame, and he's, it's never, never going to happen. I could pretty much stamp that never stamp on this one, because 10 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now... It's still going to look up Chris Benoit, and you're not going to see him in a porno. You're just going to see Chris Benoit murdered his family, and that's the biggest thing right there. You know, like, he, if, he, if he did a few adult videos, maybe we could look past it, but uh, this is a pretty big one. And unfortunately, you know, the man had a great wrestling career, but outside of that wrestling career, he did something really horrible, and that's it's never going to be looked uh, past to be. Who the hell is going to induct him? You're never going to have, like, a ceremony for this. And even if he did, even if it was friends and we're obviously looking past what he did and we just look at his career, at the end of the day, he still murdered his family and himself. And, you know, so it's like he's never it's never it's never going to happen. I can't explain that any more than ever. 
Okay. Right. <laughs> but Jonathan, uh, you know, in more recent times, we had more controversy going on. Not porno, not murder, uh, but just, you know, disagreements of sorts. Uh, CM Punk. Okay. Uh, do you think, you know, it's still early. He hasn't even had an MMA match yet. He hasn't even returned. or He said he doesn't want to return. But do you think uh, CM Punk had a Hall of Fame worthy career? And do you think they'll ever open the doors for CM Punk? I think that as far as his contributions to the business, then yes, he has had a Hall of Fame career. Do I think that he will be put into the WWE Hall of Fame? Not anytime soon. Um, you know, him and Cole Gabbana made some disparaging remarks about uh, a medic in the company, and you know, there was a whole thing about Z packs and all kinds of stuff. And so, um, I don't think he'll go. And WWE is quick to kind of distance themselves. You know, CM Punk left. AJ Lee left, and what you've saw in recent months is that they're making, they just made Nikki Bella the longest reigning. Um, it's the like race they, in the history. <laughs> yeah, they, they basically just put asterisks by everybody's name. Yep. And uh, I don't know if that's, you know, because AJ Lee didn't do anything bad to where that they would want to erase her because she did something bad. Just being associated with Exactly, guess, guilty yeah. by association. So um, I feel bad about those sorts of things, you know. I think that CM Punk had a Hall of Fame career. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. Davey Boy Smith, British Bulldog, um, you know, Ravishing Rick Rude. I'm going to always talk about Owen Hart. There's a lot of guys out there. You know, Owen Hart did nothing wrong to not be in the Hall of Fame. It was an unfortunate accident. You know, Rick Rude and Davey Boy Smith, they died from drug-related, you know, heart failure or whatever. But we have Eddie Guerrero who's in there, and yep. it's the same thing. So, um I, I don't know. They there's a lot of double standards. There is. <laughs> there is. And one name I want to bring up right now too is uh, you know Triple H isn't in the Hall of Fame yet, uh, but whenever that comes by, you know you're also going to get X Pac. Yep. Now hear me out. Uh, you know you have Nash, you got Hall, you got HBK. You're going to have Triple H sooner or later, and then you're probably going to have X Pac. Okay, let's say they they introduce X Pac into the Hall of Fame in the next few years. If I Google him, I'm also going to find him in China. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yes. So you, you have a double standard right there to where you have Triple H saying, oh, if you Google China, that's where you're going to see. Well, if you Google Xbox, you're going to see that too with her. Um, so that's of an, that's another standard. And, you know, whatever. I mean, that's, that's the kind of argument where Triple H was having to where – there's going to be that day when you're going to induct your buddy, and uh, that's like that's going to come and bite them in the in the butt. Well, I think. And, and what if you got to think about this too? Um, I think if you dig deep enough, everyone has has skeletons in a closet. Obviously, like I, have, I just have clothes in mine. Well, um, <laughs> you, do you have any skeleton themed clothing? That's the question. <laughs> No, I, I think that everybody's done something that they're not proud of. Some people have done far worse things than other people. But to take people out of the, the Hall of Fame or put asterisks by their name or, or whatever, um, I don't know that that's the route to go because it's not like people are going to forget them. It's really not going to happen. And what is unique about professional wrestling that is unlike any other sport that's out there is that if you look at Hulk Hogan... Hulk Hogan didn't make those racist comments. Terry Bollea made those racist comments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you it's know, the character. It, it's the character. It's a different thing. You know, Pete Rose got in trouble for betting on baseball. So Pete Rose is not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, if, if Pete Rose had an alter ego, 
um, Mayor McDougal, <laughs> and Mayor McDougal bet on baseball, it may be a different story. Um, you know, it's it's different. Sure. I mean, like anybody listening at home, too, or, or whatnot, you know, you go to work, you go to your job every day, and what you do at your job, you try to do your best at, hopefully. If not, you just want to get another job, you're trying to, you know, get fired, whatever. But either way, you go to your job, you do your job. When you leave your job, you do what you want to do, right? You, you know, you do whatever. A lot of these celebrities, people, you know, wrestlers, superstars, any of these celebrities have it hard because when they go home, no matter what they do, they still get accounted for of what they do. So you have to look at it that, and you kind of have to give these guys sympathy, not for the murder ones, but uh, you know what I mean, for for anybody else. So like at the end of the day, I'm going to work, I'm going to do my best at work, and I'm doing a great job, I'm getting promoted. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go home, who knows what I'm doing when I'm home, but at the same time, I'm not a celebrity. Nothing that I do outside of my job, you know, is going to be thrown on TV or TMZ or, or or whatnot. So you have to feel for these guys and superstars to where they go and do their job, but when they leave their job, you know, they're still in the spotlight. People are going to take photos. They're going to find them doing something. They're going to record it. Especially now, everybody has an iPhone or a smartphone. They're going to record things. So it's hard. It's hard to be that person 24-7, and I think people have to understand that, you know, you know, maybe at the end of the day, these people just don't have any more money. They got to turn to doing stuff on the internet. Uh, they have to turn to some other way where they can make money. And so, you know, you have to give them sympathy for that, to the fact to where, you know, hey, at the end of the day, you got to make money for your family. You're going to make money for your family. You're going to do things to make money or whatnot. Um, once again, I'm not talking about the murder things, but, you know, all in all, at the end of the day... Uh, if I'm Hulk Hogan, I'm Hulk Hogan at my job. When I leave, unfortunately, I'm still Hulk Hogan, and no matter what I do or say, it's still going to be brought forward. And if you think about it, look at your, your look at your life. Look at somebody that you might know who's not a celebrity, who you know goes to work and then does something on their you know at the end, and you hang out with them, and you see them saying racial slurs and this and that. It's the same thing, but. You know, unfortunately, these celebrities have that, you know, that dome of uh, spotlight always on them and uh, things happen. So I don't know, Jonathan, we talked a lot about, you know, these celebrities in the Hall of Fame being blacklisted and, you know, anything can happen from uh, today, tomorrow, next five minutes or 12 years from now. Uh, You never know what will happen. Um, And unfortunately, the world of a, a, a pro wrestling superstar or a wrestler, you know, you could be in that spotlight one minute and then the next minute you're out of it. And you could do something really bad and ruin your whole career that you established. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fine line these guys are walking. Absolutely. Today's show is brought to you by... Well, here's something that's guaranteed not to offend, and that is Rassel Roo's Pro Wrestling Underwear. Ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you this. I'm a collector of all things professional wrestling. And this is some of the coolest things that you're ever going to see. A lot of times I said to myself, I want to go out and get tight, Steve. I want to look like a wrestler. Well, they took all the, the guesswork out of that. You can look like Ric Flair. You can look like Shawn Michaels. You can look like, well, they even have, this one may offend, I don't know, but they have Dean Titty Master Ambrose <laughs> underwear. So go on there, WrestleRoos.com. And they're, they're great. They're great. They've got a wide selection of not only um, boxers and underwear, but they have vintage wrestling tees from an era long ago. You know, Jonathan, Halloween's right around the corner, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to go to WrestleRoos.com right now and pick up some uh, costumes for some potential uh, wrestling fans out there. Because if you want to be a pro wrestler for Halloween, 
you're going to want to at least visit WrestleRouge.com. Uh, or if you just want a new change of underwear, you're going to have to visit WrestleRouge.com as well. As of right now, um, it may be in the works, folks, but WrestleRouge does not have thong underwear. Um, if they do, I will probably buy a case. So um, let's get that going, WrestleRouge. But uh, we want to thank them. They're a sponsor with us. If you would like to be a sponsor with another wrestling podcast, all you have to do is email us at another wrestling podcast at gmail.com and Jonathan uh, that's the show we want to thank all of you for listening today you know what every week we do this show free of charge to you uh, the fans and if you're wondering how to repay us we have just one thing subscribe to us on iTunes while you're there be sure and rate us and give us a good review hey and if you're looking for more information about AWP then head on over to anotherwrestlingpodcast.com we are all over social media you can find us on Facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube Google Plus uh, it's, it's, it's endless kids uh, if you're an AWP super fan you can also show your support by going over to prowrestlingtees.com and buying one of our official AWP shirts. We couldn't do the show without you, so tune in next week for... (sighs) Another Wrestling Podcast. Podcast.